Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant, IBCLC. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk today on the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast about alcohol consumption and I know y'all just fell off your chair. I know. We're going to talk about alcohol. Oh my God, not alcohol. <laughs> so it's so funny because when I do, um, when I do classes, people are like, because I, I want people to ask about it, you know, mm-hmm. and I always say, does anybody have concerns about lifestyle changes or anything like that that might come up? When you're breastfeeding, and of course, there's always diet, and oh, I can't eat everything under the sun, and you know, caffeine, and all this other crap that we'll have to talk Which about in another you podcast. You can. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. But, uh, to, yeah, to uh, within reason about, you know, doing whatever you want to do. But the alcohol piece, people are like, well, I know you can't drink. And I'm like, yeah, you can. And I'll be like, what? No, what? Ugh. You know, and it's like, you don't have to give up everything. I know, but I think that that's, that is the big thing that comes with breastfeeding, right? Is like that's, this is how breastfeeding has become so marginalized and so taboo is that over, you know, a hundred years, it was made out to be, you know, so hard, you know, and there's a lot of ways that on purpose, like there were, is like actually an agenda you know, to make breastfeeding seem hard and not good and not, you know, not what, not the choice you want to make. Wouldn't it be just easier to buy this formula? And that's fine. You could totally buy formula. But the thing is, is that a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that has come up about breastfeeding just isn't true. Right. You know, that's where all this stuff comes in. It's like, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. And you can't, well, you, you know, you'll never be able to go in public again. And you'll never, your boobs will sag to your knees. And you'll, you know, you know. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, this stuff is just not true. Um, and so, you know, I always, I feel like since we're doing a whole podcast about this, we can start off by saying alcohol is not, you know, it's not like health food. You know, it's not good for you. We're not saying that, like, you really need to get alcohol back in your diet. You're not, you know, alcohol, we, you know, alcohol is, you know, it's not like it's, it's, it's not something that you need in your diet. Right. But culturally, it is something that we do. Um, and if it's something that you do and you would like to do, then you're OK to do it. And we will get into the details about why it's OK to do it. Yeah. But also, if you don't want to do it, then don't. It's okay if you also don't want to do it. I've, I've had a lot of moms, it, you know, I think it's a really good point to say, like, it's, you know, it's definitely a social thing. It's not like we're out here going, okay, everybody go get a glass of wine right now. You know, like, it's right. You need your broccoli, your spinach, and your <laughs> glass of wine. Like, <laughs> like that's not what we're doing. But I think, for one thing, you're pregnant a long time. And for some women who are trying to get pregnant, you're really holding off and not doing a lot of these things for a very long time. And sometimes people just want to know, is it okay? Maybe they don't really want to, or they were never a drinker to begin with. I had one mom that was like, I just want a beer so bad. I don't even like beer, but I see my husband (laughs) drinking it and I want one. Like it's just that mental piece of you can't do it. It's psychological. We see, you know, we we have been kind of conditioned in our culture to real, to, to think of it as like, 
you know, relaxing and something that will, you know, something we could do at the end of the day to just, you know, treat ourselves or something like, you know, right. We're working really hard as moms. And, you know, it's, we think, oh, that would be just really nice to treat myself to that. I have had like the biggest times I get questions about alcohol is around the holidays Mm -hmm. and at the summer, you know, there's weddings you're going to, there's picnics you're going to, you know, like, it's just, it's a social thing. And people are doing like here and I don't know where everybody else is in the world, but here in upstate New York, where I am, it's a huge wine country here. People do wine tours for every, like, we'll just sometimes jump in the car on Saturday afternoon and be like, let's go wine tasting and just drive an hour and be at 15 different wineries. Like, it's fun. And people do their, you know, their bridal parties out there and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And if that's the kind of atmosphere you're in, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm breastfeeding. I can't do that. You know, it's just, that's not what That's not a reason not to. It's not. It's not a reason not to. To drink. If you have other reasons that you don't want to drink, that's fine. But breastfeeding in and of itself is not a reason not to. Now, we get to get into things like sleeping with your baby. Yeah. You know, like um, being able to care for your baby. These are things that you have to think about. You don't have to think about putting your baby to your breast because it's actually, we'll get into the numbers. I can give you the exact numbers if you want. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I uh, my, after I had um, Exley, I, um, I, it was nice because I had I used midwives that time who like I had their phone number so I could just like text them you know as they were leaving they're like just text us if you have a question and so I I he, I had him on a Thursday morning and I was just obviously in bed and then Friday night I planned my big my big night out on Friday was going to be made to make it to the living room uh, and so, yeah it was like I was like I'm going to go sit in the living room on Friday night and so I went to the living room and I was like, oh, I kind of want a beer. And so I texted my midwife. I was like, can I, can I have a beer? And I, I don't, I mean, I knew because this is my second baby. It's not like it was, but I don't know. I just wanted to see what her reaction would be. And she was like, I can't think of anyone in the world who deserves a beer more than you. Right. And I was like, oh, she was like, and she said, common sense rules apply. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. She said, you know, it was a whole thing. It was like, okay, you just had a baby, so you're going to take a shower. Don't take a 15-minute super hot shower. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll faint. Like, to, you know, don't have six beers. You know, you just had a baby. You know, yeah. have a beer. That's great. You can do it. You deserve it. And I, I always tell moms, like, I don't, I don't think I've met a new mother that is like, all right, I want to go tie one on. What are my regulations? No. Like, it just doesn't. No, but if you, you know, yeah, right. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. And we can't, we can, we're not going to sit here and give you numbers either. Be, well, we can give you numbers. But, you know, people, I think one of the things that happens culturally here is that people associate drinking with being trashed, mm-hmm. you know, being drunk, being fall down drunk. And, you know, that's, that's a cultural thing. And that's something that, you know, for you yourself, again, you are going to have to figure out like what. If you are going to have, you know, enough alcohol that you're going to feel tipsy, that you're going to feel drunk, um, then you need to be communicating with somebody to just like you do. So I was talking about this the other day. We do this all the time, right? You say you go out with your partner and you're like, okay, ordering a drink. You might look at each other and be like, who's driving? Mm hmm. 
you know, because, you know, then it's like, okay, you're going to go easy and I can do whatever I want. Right. You know, like you do that, you know, you can look at your partner and just be like, so, you know, you, you got, you know, who's got, you got the baby, you got, you got, you got that. So you can just communicate with the people around you and make sure that there's a person there who, you know, who can be aware of the baby every moment. If you have just decided that you're going to be out having a good time, you know, they're having a good time or whatever. Yeah. The, um, my favorite go-to story is something that happened here in Rochester. It was several years ago, but I always remembered. And it was like a story on the news where some woman took her baby. Her baby was in a car seat, the, like the bucket, and mm-hmm. she put it up on top of the car like it was a cup of coffee. Oh, my God. And got in the car and drove away. And the baby was fine, but, you know, the car and the baby was actually buckled in but into the car seat, but tumbled off the back, you know, oh like. My God. And it was determined that she was drunk. And oh. it's like, it's that kind of stuff. It's not that anybody's worried about like, yeah. oh my gosh, your milk is going to taste like Chardonnay. You cannot, yeah. you know, like, it's not that. It's no. decision making. Your baby, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the being able to like, yeah, that thing, you know, because you, for, yeah, you know, you start drinking, you start forgetting things, you start giggling, you start you not good decisions. You're you not, don't. you don't. That's a whole thing of alcohol. You don't make good decisions. You know, yeah, you're right. And, and so have somebody there and right. don't put your baby in your no, bed. No, no. Do don't not put your baby in the bed. Don't drive if your you babysitter home. Don't do any right. of that stuff. Right. Don't do the things that you normally wouldn't do mm-hmm. if you're drunk. Absolutely. But so, so should we talk about the numbers here? Yes, because I usually don't even go by numbers. I know, but, but, but people, but see the, here. Okay. So here's why I like to talk about numbers is because people think that if you are having a glass of wine, Okay, say a glass of wine is generally like what? 11 to 13% alcohol. They, people think that when you drink that 13% alcohol glass of wine, that now your blood is 13. Okay, so, so when you drink alcohol, it's absorbed into your blood and it's absorbed into your breast milk at the exact same rate. And it's metabolized from your breast milk at the same rate as it is in your blood, from your blood. And so people, I, people think that when you take a drink of 11% alcohol wine, you drink that glass of wine, that now your blood is 11% alcohol and that's what your baby is drinking, an 11% alcohol glass of wine. Right. That is incorrect. So incorrect. It's, it doesn't, yeah, that doesn't, if you just think about it for a second, it doesn't make sense because here, let's go by, let's go by the law. So if you're pulled over and given a breathalyzer by a police officer and your blood alcohol level is above 0.08, you are driving under the influence. Correct. Right? Correct. Okay. I don't know if that number varies from state to state. I don't know. Um, I think that's 0.08 is generally. And that means that person is drunk. Right. And will, you know, that that's a that your blood alcohol level when it's above 0.08 means that you cannot drive, it's against the law, you're drunk. And that's, you know, I think that's that's going to depend, you know, so it's going to depend on like your body weight and mm-hmm. all of that stuff of like how of your blood alcohol level cuz obviously if you're obviously if you're smaller, right. Your your blood alcohol level is going to be higher quicker. Right. 
And if you're heavier or taller, bigger, whatever, you're going to, it's going to be slower. Yeah. But you can Google that. You know, I weigh this much, whatever, but you don't have to. Here's the thing. You don't have to do all of that. You, I'm, I'm simply talking about numbers to explain to you that when you are drinking a glass of wine, your blood alcohol level is going to peak about 30 minutes later at point, listen, point zero, approximately point zero two percent. Now, keep listening. I said 0.02%. Orange juice has a blood alcohol level of 0.5%. Get out! Really? I didn't know that. Higher, higher than non-alcoholic beer. Why? I don't know, because of the citrus? I don't know oh, why. I don't know. That's it's wild. Just, it's just has, that's just how, it's just, uh, but we're talking 0.5. That's yeah. not, it's not. Like, you would give your child orange juice, right? You wouldn't even think about it. Right. But there is actually alcohol in orange juice. Because, I don't know why. <laughs> because, you know, and like kombucha. Yeah. Kombucha has alcohol in it. This is, you know, you would, I give my children kombucha all the time. And there, I could be fall down drunk. And they could breastfeed from me. And they are getting less alcohol in their system from my breast milk than they would from orange juice or non-alcoholic beer or kombucha. Mm-hmm. Not that I would give them non-alcoholic beer, but <laughs> that'd be weird. Yeah. Um, but so, so we have to talk, you know, I, this is why I like to talk about numbers because when you start to put it in perspective, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That, you know, so my baby is actually drinking a 0.02% alcohol beverage and people, some people think that that's too high and that's fine. If you don't want to drink alcohol or you want to make sure that it's completely out of your system before you nurse again and we're telling you that you don't have to do that. But if that's what you choose to do, then, you know, you can, again, put your body weight in and, you know, Google all that stuff about how long, you know, the, the, the alcohol approximately, approximately two hours will be completely gone from your body. Um, but like, we're, you know, again, you don't we're talking about numbers that are so small that you really don't have to worry about that when you're um, breastfeeding your baby. Right. And the, the other part of it, too, is, like, are you eating a meal with that where it's going to metabolize a little bit faster? Or are you, you know, what is your body weight? How long has it been since you've had a drink? People think that if they pump and dump the milk, that that's getting the alcohol out of the milk. And it has nothing to do with that at all. You're just dumping oh, yeah, milk down the drain. Yeah, pumping and dumping. That's the thing. Yeah, that's another thing. And, you know, it's, if you, what I usually tell families is, if you feel fine, you're fine to breastfeed. So if you are being sensible, you know, you're like having a glass of wine with a meal, maybe right after you breastfed and you know the baby's going to sleep for two or three hours. Like if you were really that concerned about it, then that is a sensible way to go. But it's not, it's, it really is very, very safe. Yeah. And this is why I keep, yeah, this is why, and this is why I go with the numbers Mm -hmm. because people can say, oh, and again, I think there's something also I read a comment on Facebook the other day that I thought was so true. A woman said, I think that people confuse drinking while pregnant with drinking while breastfeeding. That could be. And it's true. When you when you have a baby inside your body sharing your blood, when you drink alcohol, your baby's blood is having the same alcohol content as your blood. Mm-hmm. And so this is a situation that's riskier. 
But when your baby, and so to go along further, so you're drinking 11% alcohol drink. You drink it, about 30 minutes later, your blood alcohol level is going to be about 2.02%. Your baby drinks that, their blood alcohol level is not not going to be a blood alcohol level. Right. You know, you know, it's being, you know, it then gets, you know, it's, it's then into their system and it's basically diluted away mm-hmm. because the number is so small. Um, but so I just did a quick Google thing to confirm what I'm saying. Orange juice alcohol content, um, 0.5%. Uh, in reality, I mean, I'm looking at this. This is from um, Lincoln, Nebraska police uh, website. So cool. Um, in reality, there is more alcohol in a glass of orange juice or English muffin. English muffin? Than in a glass of non-alcoholic beer or wine. By law, the beverage manufacturers must post a label that the products contain less than 0.5%. Many times the alcohol content can be less than this. Wow. So Um, if you're not a wine drinker, or I mean, because we're just, you know, Abby's just talking about wine, but which, you know, I like wine myself, but we do, we like our craft beers here in Rochester, New York. And we do look at the alcohol content of the craft beers all the time because obviously the higher the alcohol content, the more alcohol you're getting. And sometimes like if, you know, if my husband's on call, he wants to keep with something that's lower alcohol volume or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, you can get a beer that's like 4% alcohol, 5% alcohol. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's even, now you're cutting in half even just what a glass of wine alcohol level is. Right, right. So it's... It could be very, like, so small. And so, again, there's people, because this is also a cultural thing, and so people are, like, people are going to be worried, and we, as much as I would like to say that we have um, completely, you know, gotten rid of everybody's worries and concerns with this one podcast, (laughs) um, it should, we should, um, that should occur, but if it doesn't, um, and you still want to avoid alcohol, you know, again, you can just simply wait mm-hmm. um, if it makes you feel better. And also, I want a little war. I give a little warning because they um, they make these alcohol test strips. Oh my god! There now now if you drink a gl- glass of orange juice and you test your breast milk, it will be positive. Those things are so sensitive; they are like. It doesn't matter. I mean, you literally have to like fast in order to get them to not <laughs> register alcohol in your body. And so I just, again, I felt from a, from the same website, I pulled up, um, oh no, it's a different one. But anyway, I pulled up um, foods that have alcohol in it. Um, honey buns. Oh my God. How hot sauces. Sugarless gum, because alcohol is a sweetener. Yeah. Inha- inhalers. Um. I don't know why they list hand sanitizers and bacterial soap in a list of foods, but anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> got a little away from themselves here. Um, energy jinks, pot- protein bars, um, ripe fruit, fermented soda drinks. So we're like talking about um, kombucha. And so, you know, there's, there are like traces of alcohol in um, things that you don't even think about. Yeah. And that's basically what. You know, you're giving more alcohol to your child when they're 
when they're actually eating those things than when they're drinking your breast milk. Uh, it's just one of those things everybody's freaked out about. I've yeah, had moms yeah, I think be like... Go ahead. I've had moms be like, well, I pumped enough my milk for 24 hours because my mom told me the baby's going to have alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yeah, like somebody actually told me that once and I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, to think that you are poisoning your child is just, for anybody to tell you that you're poisoning your child is terrible. Right, right. Because you're not doing anything of the sort. But really, our point here is to just make sure that you know that like your life does not have to stop. You do not have to say, oh, I'm not going to... You know, I can't, I can't have a glass of wine with our meal or I can't, you know, go out and do this thing or I can't celebrate, you know, this whatever because I'm breastfeeding. And I don't want anybody to feel like they can't do something. Right. Just I mean, there's, the, yeah, there, there's really, you know, this, that's, and I think that's the thing as well. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. It's like people, and this is one of the reasons people want to wean early and they want to, you know, they choose not to breastfeed to begin with is, you know, it, breastfeeding seems really hard. Like if, if you, you know, in our culture, the things that we've come to believe about breastfeeding, it sounds it sounds really hard. It sounds too hard. It sounds like you have to give up too much. And then I hear people are always like, well, why can't you just give up drinking for a year? I mean, it's your baby. Well, that's fine, except that there's no reason to. Right. You know, you don't have to do that. If you want to do that, you know, certainly that's the healthier choice. <laughs> Again, we're not saying that this is something you need to have in your diet. It's like not that it's not a healthy choice. It's simply like a cultural thing. That's the social thing that 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 some people do. And if you want to give it up, by all means, give it up. But you don't have to you don't because have of to. breastfeeding. But yeah. you don't have to because of breastfeeding. And caffeine's kind of the same way. You know, like it's, people are always like, well, I gave it up for pregnancy. I really want to go back to it. Can I do that? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, really sensible for anything. You know, and alcohol is no different than that. Just be smart about it. Be sensible about it. Yeah, don't share a bed with your baby. You know, I had... um. I think that's a big warning. People, you know, that's the big warning that has to go with this is Mm -hmm. do not share a bed with your baby. There's lots of people think that there's like 10 disclaimers that have to go with, um, with alcohol. And it's not, there's only one. (laughs) Don't share a bed with your baby. Don't share a bed with your baby. Right. And don't be drunk alone with your baby. You know, I, I, um, shortly after I had Jack, my first son, I, um, (laughs) I, uh, I had some friends over. I was like, okay, I'm going to have my big night. My friends are going to come over. They're going to see my baby. Um, and I finally got my hair done and all there. You know, we're going to have a party. <laughs> and Josh, my husband, he, he took over. You know, I, my friends came over and we, you know, played with the baby and we started drinking and then we drank some more. And at some point he took Jack to bed and he stayed with, he stayed with Jack through the night. Yeah. And I, you know, I, it, we, you know, and the next day I woke up and I, um, I breastfed him like I normally do and everything was fine. And I would have, and I could have when I was drunk too, you know, that's a, you know, but, but because of the alcohol content, but I, but I also, you know, you don't want to be like holding your baby if you're going to drop him (laughs) or, (laughs) right. Or again, falling asleep. No, no, this it's, you know, it's a safety issue more than anything. I remember. Yeah, it is. It's a safety issue. And I, 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 I went another time. I went, not that I'm like always going out and drinking. But <laughs> I, another time early on with Jack, I went 
oh, maybe it was the time I was getting my hair done. So, okay. So I was at the salon and they're always like giving me wine and stuff there. And, um, I came back and I was so freaked out. I was just like, I am not going to breastfeed. He saw me. He starts crying, 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 crying. All he wants to do is nurse. And, you know, my mom is like, oh, God, just nurse him. Just nurse him. It's not a big deal. And I was like, no. And I was getting the test strips, and they were like, oh my God, it's coal. <laughs> you know, like, and I was like, oh, my God, it's so, he's going to die. And, and my mom, she's like, she's holding him, and she's like, we're passing him around. And she's like, oh, good God, please nurse him. Oh, my God. And I was finally like, oh, but, but it, what, what's going to happen? And she's like, nothing. And so I finally just nursed him. He calmed down. That's all he wanted. And he was fine. And, you know, people will say like, oh, I had a sangria and my baby fell asleep. No, he didn't. No. Mm-mm. There's not, it's not possible. There's no way for you to drink enough for your baby to feel the effects of your alcohol. No. It's not possible. They fell asleep because you exhausted them or something. They're babies. They're, yeah, right. They're, they're tired. They're tired. <laughs> Um, there's no correlation between that. There's not enough. They cannot possibly, in order for them to get enough alcohol from your breast for them to feel tipsy, you'd be dead. It's a lo- it would take a lot. Your body, yeah, your body cannot, your body cannot live with that much alcohol in it. It would take a lot. I, I, I people on this, I actually have, I, I, I posted something about alcohol the other day and, um, a woman said, I'm a lactation educator and I'm a, you know, whatever. And I have to tell you, you know, when your baby is tipsy, when you're tipsy, your baby is tipsy. Oh, and I just was like, oh, my God, please, please, with the with the misinformation, you know, and it's and then we have, you know, people with the credentials who are saying this. And, and I, I, you know, I'm like, this is how people just get scared and confused about things. There's no um, because there's terrible information going around. There's no evidence behind that. I also, you know, I've had a mo- or I've I've heard like fishing consultants tell classes before. Um, you can have a drink an hour. You know, very specific. And I'm like, yeah. no, it has everything to do with how you metabolize your body. Like we learn that in like eighth grade science class right, or something. Right. There's like, no way to like make it a science that applies to everybody. Right. It's like it's not. How do you feel? Do you feel okay? Do you feel like you can? You know, like. If you can't drive your car, don't go home and feed your baby and share a bed with your baby. Like, it's right, right. really comes down to that. But, like, seriously, with those test strips, like, I can't even with those things. And I've had <laughs> people that were like, oh, I got them for a shower gift. And I'm like, people think you're an alcoholic. That's what, you know, like, if you're getting test strips at your shower, like, that is, <laughs> those things are just a money scheme. Like, people totally. see you coming pregnant. Completely useless. They will suck the money out of you faster than your baby is sucking every vitamin and nutrient out of your body when you're pregnant. Like they were seriously, it's crazy. And they're just hanging up there by the registers and you know, this little add on yep. gift. Oh yeah. Get the test strip. So your friend can go out and have a drink after she has her baby. No, no, do not do that. It, they're, they're a waste of money and they don't even work and they're ridiculous. Don't do it. If you have them right now, flush them down the toilet because it's stupid. Yeah. Throw, yeah. It's not worth, it's not worth it. It's not. It's not. Go by how you feel. Or play with them. Play with them. Seriously. Have like a couple glasses of orange juice and then test your milk. Oh my God, that would be so fun. Just, yeah, just play. Because it's not, it, they're just completely, they're useless. 
I'm telling you, we got to invent some kind of useless crap. I'm that's gonna because yeah, well, somebody, somebody invented something that could detect alcohol in breast milk. Great, okay, except that doesn't give you any useful information. Right. You know, well, we'll just sell it because we figured out how to do it. When all you're doing is causing panic across the nation of moms <laughs> who just have a freaking glass of wine. <laughs> it's true. It's true. When I saw those things come out, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. It makes me yeah. so mad. Like, it goes right up there with the misinformation. I'm just like, uh, my head will explode. I cannot take it anymore with people I, yeah. that, and, you know, it's like, and we buy into it because we want the best for our child. And we have this mommy brain that is not thinking clearly and you're completely in a fog. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I can go out Friday night. Sure. Let's get the test strips. And it's like, yeah. you know, that is not necessary. Well, and we're so, yeah, and we're so wired to like worry about our mm-hmm. babies. Like it's just another thing to worry about. And if they, you know, and that's the thing, right? They, I mean, people make money off of worry because if you weren't worried about it, if alcohol wasn't, listen, there is not a single podcast going on in any other country about this topic except for America. <laughs> it's not. They do not sit around in France going like, oh, I wonder if I can have a glass of wine. <laughs> like, it, well, this doesn't occur anywhere else. Because first of all, you know, this is like the land of the extremes, right? So, you know, if you drink, then you're falling down drunk in the gutter. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, like, it, it, it's become, it's excessive. You know, this is like, we're, we are excessive people. This, you know, I'm not knocking America, you know, God bless America, all that. But... <laughs> We are we we get a little you know a little panicky about things and you know there's a lot of taboos here you know we get a little crazy about the ba- bodies we get crazy about alcohol we get crazy about sex mm-hmm. you know and 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 you know there it, it's cultural and there's people are not people do not sit around in European or you know whatever other kind of continent we have you know wondering you know, like measuring out their alcohol and then putting test strips and then, you know, counting and doing math. Right. You know, it's part of their, you know, like, you know, and I also will say I, I, I used to live in Europe and I didn't see as many falling down drunk people as I see here in America. Like I, we are, we are the, you know, that's the land of the big gulp. We like things, we like things big and, you know, wild. And, you know, that's a wonderful thing, except sometimes, you know, then it gets taken a little too far. Mm-hmm. And then we start to associate, you know, having a glass of wine or, 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 or moderate drinking being a part of your, you know, your lifestyle, it gets associated with you being, you know, drunk, you can't function. I mean, and, and that's not the reality for most moms. No, it's not. Um, I Like I said, I don't meet too many moms who are like, oh, my God, I can't wait to mm-hmm. go out and just, like, drink myself stupid. Right. It's not, you know, it's it's more about being yeah. able to ha- make decisions on your own without being told you cannot do this. Right. And then we get right. And then you get to these these, um, you know, the 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 I'm going to I don't want to start saying the names of the organizations because I'll get it wrong and I don't want to slam one if if I don't need to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to slam them, but I I, I need to have my facts clear first. But there was like, you know, a big organization, you know, uh, that put out. um, Well, you might know. 
they put out the, the uh, you know, women, breastfeeding women should not have more than this many, you know, drinks or this, you know, it was some warning about alcohol. Oh, God. And it's so demeaning. It's so insulting. I do not need some government agency telling me, you know, how to be a mom. This is like people need to start being offended by this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like they don't tell men how much alcohol to have, you know, while they're trying to procreate. That affects you know, stuff, too. Affects stuff. Yes, it affects that. Yes. But they don't. But, you know, it's like men, you know, like, you know, we don't we're not trying to regulate men's every move, but we love regulating a woman's every move. Mm hmm. And so we have these warnings about, like, you know, alcohol and, and, you know, where you're supposed to, you know, birth and, and how you're supposed to birth and how you're supposed to sleep and how you're supposed to do all this stuff. It's, 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 it's insulting. You know, you are perfectly capable of making this decision for yourself and for your family. You know, everyone knows that alcohol is not health food. You know, that, 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 that if you drink too much that you're going to be stupid and that you're not going to be making good decisions. You know, these are things that you can decide for yourself. And, you know, we, and then we can give you some information about alcohol content in your breast milk. And there, that's some science science for you mm-hmm. to help you make that decision for yourself. Right. All logic seems to go out the window. Yeah. And don't let's not let's not, you know, and then don't when you see a mom who then decides to have, you know, a glass of wine at dinner and she's at a restaurant, you know, don't give her a dirty look. <laughs> don't be like, well, I, you know. I went seven years without drinking while I was breastfeeding. And, you know, well, that's great. That's great. But we don't need to do, you know, we don't need to, we're not putting everybody to our own, you know, everybody's not living life. Right. That would never be me. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that's, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough conversation, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, one of those ones, there's tougher conversations for me. There's ones that I'm like, ah, oh, God, you know, this is really a struggle. But this one for me is easy. Yeah. The science is there. Your breast milk is not going to harm your baby if you're drinking. You could harm your baby if you're drinking. Mm-hmm. So have somebody there who, you know, knows that you're going to be drinking and has agreed to stay sober and don't sleep with your baby. Right. It's just common sense. That's really where it comes down to. And live your life. Right. And, yeah, don't feel forced to change, you know, make these drastic changes just because you became a mom. Right. It's It's not, don't believe the hype. You don't have to change at all. Not at all. Not even one bit. Enough is going to change without your control. You know, enough is going to change without you having to work at it. Mm -hmm. And you know yourself better. You know, like, you know yourself better than anybody else does. You know how you're going to feel. You know what you want. Like we went to breakfast or brunch with um, friends of ours, and you know, the, one of the moms had, had just had a baby. It was several of us, but one of my just had a baby. You know, a month or six weeks prior, or whatever, and ordered a mimosa, and she took like you know a couple of sips, and she passed it on up to me, and she was just like, I, you know, she goes, my first drink in over nine months. She's like, it's, that's enough, you know, like <laughs> she couldn't even drink the whole thing. But yeah. it's like she ordered it, she wanted it, like she wanted to be able to do it. Then she was like, you know, I'm not feeling it really. Like, and that's fine, you know, like, but she knew that she could do that. And it's. Yes. Right. She knew she was safe to do it and then she did it and realized that she didn't want it. Right. 
and that's fine too. You know, we just kind of yep. laughed. We were just like, all right, I'll, you know, whatever, pass it on up. Somebody will drink it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, you know yourself. And she probably came into that brunch going, okay, I'm going to have a mimosa. I'm going to have breakfast with my friends. This is going to be great. And then, you know, was like, ah, you know, like it's fine. Yeah. And maybe she did start it to, maybe she started to go like, woo, yeah. you know, I just had a sip, woo. Yeah. And, but, and, and so this is how we're, this is what we mean. You might drink half a glass of wine and be that girl who's flying and be like, oh my God, I'm gonna drop my baby. So I'm gonna take my baby. Mm-hmm. You're still safe to breastfeed. Cause again, you've had half a drink. Right. So the blood alcohol up, just because you feel super tipsy quicker one day than the next day doesn't mean that there's suddenly magically, you know, more alcohol in your system. It's just hitting you different. You know, again, we talk about like how much did you have to eat? Like how, you know, there's all these things that why it's affecting you different. Mm -hmm. But alcohol is going to, you're going to have the same blood alcohol level. And so you're still safe to breastfeed. Have somebody hold the baby up to your boob or something. Right. If you feel like you're going to, no, don't do that. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) So... We've pretty much solved this for you. If you want to have a drink, if you've had your baby, you want to be able to have a drink, go ahead. It's perfectly safe. It's perfectly fine. Abby went over the numbers and all the details if you're a science person. Uh, (laughs) If you are not somebody who wants to have a drink, you're fine to do that too. But if one of your friends says to you, I just had a baby and I would really like to have a drink. Don't tell them, no, they can't do that because... Don't tell them that their baby's going to be tipsy right? if they have a glass of wine because it's not true. Tell them to listen to our podcast and we'll set them straight. Yeah. It's really what it's about, our podcast. Yep. So, all right. Pass it on. Pass it on. And leave us a review while you're passing it on. But... Yeah. We will, next week, talk about going back to work where you might need that alcohol. So <laughs> that is going to be. And the also, sorry, just to end it, pumping and dumping, don't do it. Don't do it ever. Never. Does not, it will not make the alcohol leave your body any quicker. All that, all you know, that won't work. And your, no. and your breast milk is fine. Yeah. So don't ever your pump Breast and milk dump. is safe to drink. Don't dump that breast milk. Never don't do it. it. Never dump it. And uh, we will talk to you next week when we're returning to work. Bye. Bye. Bye.